Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Steel City Underground WTF podcast. This is week two in the NFL And boy, what a week it was. So I'm just going to open right away with Monday Night Football, since that's the last thing that we watch. And I don't know about you, but many of us had Josh Allen, Adam Thielen, and Stephon Diggs as our fantasy people, right? Well, Josh Allen did his job. Stephon Diggs did his job. Thank you for my 51 points. But what is going on with Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins? He wants to throw to Jefferson all the time. I get that. Okay, but you know what? You've got a pretty good wide receiver sitting there on your right side that you just look at, and he's just standing around, you know, saying, hey, how's everybody doing? It was such a WTF last night, and in the last, uh, what was it, two minutes, I was going to lose my fantasy, and I'm in five leagues, so this is one of my leagues, and basically they did garbage points because every time I was up maybe one point, Kirk Cousins would throw an interception in the end zone or right by the end zone. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Didn't target Thielen all night. And then finally, we got some garbage points at the end. And I won by, I think, 1.7 points. But fantasy football gods were not with everybody this weekend. That's for sure. But let's go back and start with the games. Okay, so the what the football around the league things, let's start with the Browns. Why not? You know, there's a reason that Cleveland is known as what they call the factory of sadness. If you ever ask Siri, where's the saddest place on earth? They say Cleveland. The Browns have more improbable losses, in my opinion, than any other team in NFL history. And they did it again on Sunday. They had a 30 to 17 lead and they were playing the New York Jets. And they blew it in just 85 seconds. I kid you not. Talk about a complete WTF meltdown. And they can't even blame their former quarterback on this. So with a minute 55 left, which is when we switched to it because the Steelers' loss was over. I'll get to that later. Nick Chubb scored a touchdown to put the Browns up 30-17. But these players do not look at the situation at hand. It looked like Cleveland was going to coast to victory, right? But when you're talking about the Browns, again, WTF moments happen all the time. The Jets scored two touchdowns, two touchdowns, just 60 seconds apart, and they came back to win 31-30. So here's how it happened. So basically, the Browns played pretty good from what I'm from what I saw in the clips for the first three quarters, but they had six mistakes that killed them. So the biggest one was Chubb who could have sealed the win if you just simply fall to the ground instead of scoring that touchdown. Remember, you've got under two minutes left. The game would have been over because that run would have given Cleveland the first down. And the Jets, hello, had zero timeouts. We've seen running backs go down at the one-yard line before, but Chubb didn't do that. Even if he had got out out of bounds, the Browns could still have simply kneeled the ball three straight times and picked up the win. But I see too often these guys looking for points instead of looking for wins. And that is just a a terrible thing to do. That wasn't the only mistake, though. So the Browns would have had 31 points at the end of the game, but they missed an extra point following Chubb's touchdown. You're like, well, let's just keep going here. And then even after Joe Flacco hits a score with uh, Davis with one minute and 22 seconds left to cut Cleveland's lead, 
The Browns still could have clinched the win by recovering the Jets' onside kick, but instead, the onside kick, the ball bounced off the hands of Amari Cooper into the hands of Justin Hardy, and it just, I mean, it just got worse after that. And even after falling behind, the Browns still had another chance to win with six seconds left. The Browns were at their only at their own 46-yard line, and they needed roughly 8 to 10 yards to really look at maybe getting a field goal from their kicker, York. But he never got a chance because what did Jacoby Brissett do? Through an interception. So, yes, that was definitely an interesting uh, game and a WTF all over it. But let's also take a look at some of the other things that happened this weekend. And I just, it, sometimes you watch these games and you think, no way. And just to add, you know, more like fuel to the fire on that Jets game. Uh, what is with the elf in the middle of the field? To me, that was a WTF. I'm like, I thought you guys were the dog pound in Cleveland. But also, did you know that Flacco was 0-6 as a Jets starter? So he, I mean, they had a 59-yard field goal, a fake punt that worked, won the onside kick. I, I just can't even keep continue. That was just the craziest game ever. But let's look at some of the other games that actually affect the Steelers. How about the Ravens versus Miami in Baltimore? Well, first of all, you're thinking, great, they're going to kick their butt because they started off with a 103-yard touchdown by wide receiver Devin DuVernay on a return kickoff. Jackson scored four touchdowns, but they had no defense. Tua actually. So the, the quarterback from Miami had six touchdowns, 62.5 fantasy points, and they beat the Ravens in the last seconds of the game, 42-38. I can't say that I'm doing a happy dance, but I'm doing a happy dance. What the, what the football? Okay. You know, I almost said the other thing. Oh my goodness. What the football Ravens? But it's funny because they're working with, with a quarterback that does not have a contract. So even though he may have had a good showing, if you don't have wins, you don't have a contract. So first, a shout out to 49ers Trey Lance, the rookie quarterback. He broke his ankle uh, after, uh, I think, a couple of drives and entered Jimmy Garoppolo, who's very happy to be back at the, as the starter. But we definitely want to send our prayers out to him. And they won their game. So let's really take a look and see what the, what's going to happen up in the Bay Area. It was raining. It was a tough game. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, what is the best thing about him? He's cute. Now, the guys that are listening to this are saying, really, Terry? And the women are listening saying, yes, Terry, you're correct. So I know that's a what the football moment for many guys out there. But I'm telling you, we like looking at him. So let's hope he can throw the ball because NFC wouldn't mind seeing that later on in the year. Um, but let's look at the Atlanta Rams game. So the Rams were ahead in this game. They were ahead 17 points. And remember, Atlanta now has Mariota. And they came back. They were one score down. They were fourth and in inches. And actually, Mariota fell down because of the conditions, got back up, and actually had a first down pass. They were so close to coming back and winning that game. And I love that kid. But they, they didn't get the win. But the funny thing about that game was who was the announcer? Well, it was Mark Sanchez. And he said a couple of things that people are kind of freaking out about. I thought it was funny. So one of the things he said when one of the linebackers, Shelton, was clearing out an area for their running back, he goes, I mean, Shelton's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears out his search history on his web browser. Holy smokes. And I'm quoting to me, that was funny, but everybody's like, that's not funny. I'm like, no, it is. <laughs> and then when Cooper Cup catches a basket catch, 
this is another Tony Romo, or I'm sorry, see, I thought it was Tony Romo. Mark Sanchez quote, it's one thing to drop it in the bucket. It's another thing to drop it in a shot glass or a red solo cup. He's so good at that. And all I kept thinking about is he's trying to be funny and Tony Romo, but he's funny. Hopefully people aren't going to get so sensitive because we're talking football. They've already taken the trash talking out of the game. You barely look at somebody and you get a penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. Let's not let the announcers not have fun with the game. Come on, people. What the football? So staying in the NFC, you know, it shouldn't be a surprise that Tom Brady is showing up in a What the Football podcast. So it was Tampa Bay at New Orleans, and he has trouble historically beating New Orleans, especially in New Orleans. But they did win 20 to 10, but there was not without some drama. So Brady and cornerback Marshawn Lattimore, they exchange words. Brady's actually, from what you can tell, and you can always read his lips, they are early in the fourth quarter. It's 3-3. He, Brady throws an incomplete pass at, at with Lattimore in coverage, and it's third and five. And then they're smack-talking each other. Lattimore had something, made his, you know, a gesture, and Brady got in his face back. Well, then, to protect their quarterback, you know, uh, Leonard Fournette shoved Lattimore, and then just complete chaos. Talk about what the football. Then Mike Evans come acro- comes across the sideline and shoves Lattimore to the turf. Then punches are thrown. Evans and Lattimore are ejected. And then later on, Mike Evans said that he saw Lattimore punch Lenny, which obviously is Fournette, in the face, push Tom. And he goes, I just pushed back. Well, guess what? He got a one-game suspension. Nobody else did. I think somebody needs to talk to Tom about his smack talking because nobody else is allowed to do it. You need to just play the football game. He's having some definite anger issues this season. So let's go to the middle of the country, and how about Texans at Denver? So there was so much hype about Russell Wilson going to Denver. They even paid him a ridiculous um, salary, extended his contract over the $200 million mark, and it's just like, you didn't even play a game with them yet. And he played terrible. By the third quarter, he had only completed eight passes. The new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, he is so strange. He reminds me of the Chargers coach and some of the decisions. So it's third and inches. They pitch it backward and they get stuffed. And then, you know, for a, now they're trying for a 43 to 44 yard field goal. And it, now it's long at 53 plus. Then it's fourth and inches, and what it happens? They take a delay of game. Now, what the football coach? What WTF? Now they have to punt. Who's not looking at the clock? So first of all, Russell should be looking at it, but secondly, so should the coach. This, I mean, this is not the first rodeo for um, Russell Wilson, so I'm not really sure what's going on, but in Denver, they're booing him. And then the fans were actually counting down the play clock, five, four, three, etc. And they still had a delay of game twice in that game. They won 16 to nine, but it was ugly. And I'm sorry, they lost to Seattle week one. They are just, they have 13 penalties week one, 12 penalties last week. This is just going to be an ugly season for them. And I expect them to finish last in their division. So that's going to be a very expensive mistake. And I was reading something about Nathaniel Hackett that came from Tampa Bay and how he used to make it so fun for Tom Brady. And, you know, he was just such a character. You know, I get the fun and I see how you and Russell are acting, but it's time to man up and do your job. This is just absolutely ridiculous. So let's go to Cincy. Well, they lost to Dallas with a backup quarterback, remember, Cooper Rush. But Joe Burrow, you guys got to keep him healthy. 
He was sacked. He's been sacked 13 times in two games. The 0-2 start, everybody is saying in the AFC North, I'm sure, not the Steeler fans were like, well, there you go. But we're like, you know, what the football with that? I mean, he's doing his job, but nobody else is protecting him. They just cannot get off the ground. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with the mess in Cleveland, the mess in Cincinnati, the way they can't win games in, in at home in Baltimore. And then, of course, we have to go to the Steelers game. Well, if I have to, oh my gosh, you guys. So as you know, because I mentioned it last week, I am not convinced that Trubisky is the answer. I'd be really surprised if he's here next year. I'm already doing the chance to get in Kenny Pickett. Kenny, Kenny, I hear the the fans doing it. He, with Mason Rudolph, he didn't, for me, seem to have um, peripheral vision when there were players coming at him. With Trubisky, it seems like he doesn't have vision w- down the field. And so he throws into too many crowds that, let's face it, you are not Big Ben. You don't know that little, you know, thread the needle throw that you can do. And it's causing problems and, you know, players aren't being able to catch the ball. And I see some drops, but I guess they're basically not catchable balls. And then interception. And it's just, it's really unfortunate because they talk about the first round draft pick and how they should learn behind a quarterback. I actually don't want Kenny Pickett learning behind Trubisky. That doesn't seem like it's going to be a a good learning experience. But here are the Steelers' possessions through 2022, and you tell me if this is not WTF. Punt, punt, field goal, touchdown. Punt, 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 field goal. Punt, 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 missed field goal, field goal. Punt, interception, field goal, punt, field goal, touchdown, punt, punt. Yeah, that's it. How many touchdowns did you count there? Two. That's it in two games. We, we can't get anywhere with that. So we, we definitely need to, and I say we, I'm Steeler family, so Steeler Nation. I just hope that Coach Tomlin realizes that it's, he needs to make a change and make it quick. Now, this Thursday is when the Steelers play again, and so I'm positive he's not going to make a change this week. That's just not in him to do it on a short week. All I can say is Matt Canada, Mitch Trubisky, do not embarrass us on Thursday Night Football. That's all I can say because that would be a huge WTF. But it's just crazy to me how we can't capitalize on mistakes by the other team. I mean, they had a muffed punt. They We had a dropped interception. And we just can't capitalize. And we can't put everything on the defense. That's not fair. We have a very underperforming offense. And it seems like they're just not letting Naj get through. And so I realize we're rebuilding, which is something that I just heard Coach Tomlin say. But it's it's going to be a painful season if we can't get this offense together. So we obviously lost. We did only lose by three points. But that's doesn't matter. A loss is a loss. If you lose by 100 points or lose by three, it's a loss on the season. So let's hope that they pick it up for this coming week. And then the Arizona game versus the Raiders. Now, we absolutely can't stand the Raiders, especially if you're a Steeler fan. Move to Las Vegas, think they own the world. And guess what? The last minute, there was a touchdown and Arizona won. So now it took out a security guard, but everybody ran to the security guard. From what I hear, he's okay. It was sad because he was facing the wrong way. So he didn't even know they were coming at him. But oh my gosh, talk about some upsets this weekend. There were many WTF moments. There were many teams that could not believe that they actually lost. We couldn't believe it. But all I can say is here we go, Thursday night football. So everyone make it a great rest of your week and 
Thank you for listening to the WTF Steel City Underground podcast. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.